Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 51 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Andy! Welcome back, Hi. Andy. How's I feel like we've going? done this a few times. Yeah. 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 He yeah. always does that loud <laughs> shouting thing at the beginning. Yeah. And aside from Andy, we're also joined by... George Tripsis. How's it going, guys? Good. Oh. It's been a few weeks since we've gotten together and recorded, and I'm sure audience is wondering where we've been. No, probably On not. vacation. <laughs> we did uh, promise you guys an episode from Comic Palooza, but unfortunately... Uh, we were in a rush that day trying to set everything up, and I sort of messed up my mixer settings, and the recording just was not good enough to actually use, so we had to scrap that episode, but I apologize. It was a pretty funny episode. It was a fun show. We appreciate Mandy from Cast Request being on. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to have her on the real show at some point. But she's afraid of me. That's mm, true. I don't think she's afraid of anything. <laughs> she, everyone terrifying. has every right to be afraid of you. But yeah, you're you're definitely a... Terrifying person. Character. <laughs> So anyways, uh, this week's theme is babies, and this one was chosen by Andy. Andy, why did you pick babies? Uh, I had one, but then I got $100. <laughs> was it your baby, or was it someone else's baby? It was someone else's, but now I've got my own. Oh. Yeah. Okay, did a little switcheroo kind of thing? No. No? No. You were actually the father of a child on this earth. That's terrifying. That is, is very that's scarier terrifying. than him. <laughs> <laughs> She has exactly as much hair as me, too. Oh, no. Oh, that poor kid. It's all in one spot on her left butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> It'll spread like a virus <laughs> as she gets older. Looks like a horse's tail coming out of her ass. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. It's like Teen Wolf ready to happen. Uh, well, I've never seen that. What's that about? <laughs> I forget. You've never seen anything. Yeah, well, she's not a teenager yet. That's several, well, several years from now. She's a baby, George. What? They don't come out teenagers? Baby wolf. Baby wolf? Baby wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody makes that, needs to make that movie. <laughs> it's the next step. Yeah, so that's where Andy's really been. Uh, he had a baby. Yeah. And, uh, or his wife had a baby, rather. No, me. They oh. had a baby it C-section. It was a C-section? Yeah. In, in vitro fertilization, and they just cut it out of you, or? No, just like Junior? The normal way. Like with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I remember that movie. It was horrible. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? Is that the one with Danny DeVito? Yes. No, I've never seen it. Danny DeVito's in two of them. He's so. in Twins He's as well. He's in Twins as well, yeah. <laughs> You've seen Twins? No. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> I need to add these to the list. We got some new movies to add to the list for season two of Mind Fudge Comedy. Well, I don't know how much you want to actually force him to watch Junior, but... Oh, he's got to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty atrocious. If so, anyways... It's bad. It must be okay. N- no. No. It's really not a very good movie. It's the uh, movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger thought he was doing, like, a real acting job. We're going to be oh. serious about giving birth. Right. What it would be like if a normal man had to give birth to a baby. <laughs> It shows Arnold Schwarzenegger as a normal man. But he's not. He's <laughs> Austrian. <laughs> That's why he's different. Yeah. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's a baby. It's a baby in my belly. <laughs> it's S- like same wavelength. Him here same us. wavelength. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, let's move on to Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one. Andy, do you prefer babies or fur babies? Babies if they're not mine, fur babies if they are mine. So you prefer fur babies over your own baby? I mean, we established this baby's going to be hairy, so technically it's both. How many diapers have you changed in your life? (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) I stand by my statement. Okay. Although with fur babies, they do pee and poop a lot the first, like, month or so. That's why you leave them outside. Well, they never really stop peeing and pooping. Not inside the house is what I'm trying to say. Until you get them house trained. 
Well, I mean, if you're talking about cats, cats always poop in the house. It's just oh, the way it is, there right? You go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've only had one cat, cats. and I didn't have it for very long. And uh, you know, dogs have accidents all the time too, and they chew things up. I mean, there's pros and cons to both. Sure. So, what do you prefer, George? Uh, at the moment, fur babies. Yeah. At the moment, I'm going to say fur babies as well. I've never had a real baby. Um, I'm not sure I'm qualified to have a real baby. <laughs> but uh, I take pretty good care of my animals, so fur babies for sure. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Andy, what is the best thing about babies? Uh, I mean, they smell really nice so long as they're not pooping right then. <laughs> I mean, like, they have, like, the most neutral, cleanest scent in the world. So long as they're not pooping right then. And then when they're pooping, it's like being stuck in, uh, I don't know. A McDonald's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except everyone in there has got, like, C. diff or something horrible. Mm. Uh, yeah. Making this exciting. There's a lot of poop going on at my house right now, George. <laughs> to be fair, there was a lot before the baby showed up. <laughs> True. And now, now it's just double the she amount. poops as much as I do, George. She's way smaller than you. I know. She doesn't do it all at once. Size and quantity or just quantity? Just quantity. <laughs> okay. just quantity. She doesn't do it all at once. She's just like every two hours. Does she have a specific face that she makes when she poops? No. No. She's usually asleep. Just like me. <laughs> But you're almost always holding her, and you got to hold her by the butt. So she's farting and pooping into your hands. So you get this nice, warm gushes of poop. Yeah, and then you got to go wash your hands. But on the plus side, it really cuts down on cleaning time. All right. And the cost of diapers. So <laughs> I was about to ask, are y'all a diaper uh, family, or are y'all the, the, the reusable diaper family? Oh, cloth diapers? Yeah, the cloth diapers. I want you to think about something, George. Really think about it. Sure. Once you get the poop off the diaper... Where does the diaper go? Your washing machine. Yeah, but you don't have to wash it in the washing machine. You just... <laughs> George plans to hand wash his poopy diapers. <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking because I know there's a lot of people do the cloth diaper thing. Those people are monsters. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need that sort of person in your life, George. <laughs> okay, I'll let them know. I yeah. can't have you in my life anymore because you do cloth diapers. Is it a relative? No. Show us on the baby where it touched you. <laughs> George, what do you think the best thing about babies are? Uh, they're funny. They, they Babies can be very funny. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. They kind of have an immature sense of humor, though. Well, to be fair, so do all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Fits right into my wheelhouse. Yeah. It's a lot of farts. Yeah. I mean, they're adorable. I'd say that babies are just adorable little creatures, and you know they make everybody smile that sees them, except, like Vandy said, if they're shitting. Um, so that or, leads or puking. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of bodily fluid escaping. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos where babies just like projectile vomit out of nowhere. Yeah. Have you had that yet? Spitting up? No, just vomit or whatever. Yeah, I guess spitting up is like is what happens. Yeah, they do that. They just lay on you and just. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Looks like a just regurgitation. Low velocity bukkake scene. <laughs> oh my god. You know, this is on record, and one day your daughter will have access to this episode. Daddy, what's bukkake? <laughs> you know what it is. You're 18. <laughs> Andy, question number three. What is the worst thing about babies? Everyone wants to touch them. After they're about two to three months old, their immune system is actually, like, ready for things. But until then, it's like everyone and their mother wants to come up and kiss your baby square on the mouth with their stupid, dirty lips. Hmm. Germs. Germs everywhere. Yep. Yeah. And it's like your baby doesn't have 
I mean, my wife is like sitting there rocking back and forth, terrified of menin- uh, meningitis and shit like that. Yeah. So that everyone and they they feel like they should be allowed to touch your baby. They get upset if you're like, no. They feel entitled to touch your baby, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like Weird. that when I first got uh, Toby, my puppy. Like everyone wanted to pet him, but he hadn't had his shots yet, so he wasn't allowed to be touched by a lot of people. Yeah. And so <laughs> I had to tell this kid no. He asked the pet my puppy and it's like do you have a dog and he's like yeah we have a dog at home i was like then no you can't touch him thank it, you for comparing your your dog to my baby well i don't have a baby so. well if you did and you would my, know what my this puppy is, really is like. the closest thing to a baby that i have so oh yeah and they want to they want to touch them before they're born too yeah, everybody, like, tries to rub pregnant women's bellies. I've noticed that. It's bizarre. Yeah, there's a lot of pregnant women at work, and that happens quite a bit. My wife hated it when I was walking up to pregnant women and rubbing their bellies. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay them some money? Like, here, let me touch your belly. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> it like, it seemed dirtier away. that way. <laughs> Andy's goal in life is to make people uncomfortable, though. <laughs> yeah. Just slip them a dollar bill, like, here you go. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. it. Let me get at that belly button. <laughs> What about you, George? What do you think the worst thing about babies is? Uh, I don't know. I never had a baby, and I haven't really spent a lot of time with babies. Well, think about babies and tell us what the first thing you hate is. Well, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to everyone. I'm kind of nervous to mention this on the podcast, but like babies kind of creep me out. Why? Uh, I don't know, because they're so fragile, and I'm like such a putz and sometimes i feel like i got two left hands i, I never want to hold a baby that's true yeah, yeah. uh and it, like moms are like oh hold my baby and i was like nah i'm good and then like i feel bad and i don't feel bad about it but i've, I've had that same situation where people are like oh well, watch my kid for a second i'm like nope don't and hand then, it to like, me everybody wants hand it to this little girl like, she has a better chance of not killing your baby I also than feel i do really bad because i also think like infants sooner as they're born i think they're like gross looking and right. i go oh all the time when i see one and i just <laughs> feel bad because everyone wants you to go oh look at my baby like somebody shot an alien egg inside of a woman it's gross it's it's (laughs) super long fingers they've got huge eyes their toenails are like six inches long it's weird it is weird now you said that you painted a picture to make it even more weird yeah well i'm in the same camp as you i mean i've never had a baby of my own uh, but I really don't like it when people try to get me to hold their babies or watch their babies. I'm, like, really uncomfortable about that. Yeah. I think if it was my own kid, I could slowly become comfortable with it. You and would like, have to, right? Yeah, you have to. You have to, you know, become a parent. But uh, I think the worst thing is that they cry all the time. You know, I, like, I hear home, so many horror stories from people that have kids. And they're like, yeah, raising a kid, they cry all the time. You don't sleep. Like, I don't sleep much as it is anyways. But, like, if I'm not getting any sleep because the kid's crying... It's gonna How be much miserable. sleep are you getting, Andy? I get a full nine hours of sleep a night, but that's because we got a ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Some people go with pacifiers. Hey, she, she, she needs something to chew on, and she's going to be teething soon. I don't think she will be. Really? I don't know when they start teething. When do babies start teething? Like when they're like one or two, probably. Oh, really? I thought that was like right away. I think I got a ways to go. Never but, mind. Yeah, I get like nine hours of sleep, but it's in three-hour chunks. Oh, yeah. That is kind of rough. Well, at yeah. least you're off of work at the moment. I think yeah. the lack of sleep would be the worst thing about babies, just in general. Whatever causes it. Well, when I had Toby, uh, when he was adjusting to living in our house, babies and dogs are the same. Puppies. I mean, he's he's like three months old when we got him. He's a baby dog. That yeah, counts. He's a baby nah. dog. Uh, he kept us up quite a bit the first like two three weeks. Yeah, I can imagine because he kept waking us up and whatnot. And you had to breastfeed him. 
<laughs> no, I just had a cuddle with him in the bed. Let me tell you, until you start lactating for the dog, it's not the same. Do you lactate for your baby? Do you not? George doesn't have a baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you start lactating. It gets super weird. Your whole life is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best part was uh, we got we got a breast pump, and the stupid thing's got uh, like the, the cups that hook on to the actual teat. Uh-huh. Uh, they're the wrong size, so I tried to order new, thinking it would be like, oh, yeah, A cup, B cup, C cup. It's measured by nipple radius. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my wife that when I get I home, need to measure your nipples, honey. <laughs> I'm going to whip out the calipers. All right. Yeah. So the, the, the ones you, you got love. were too big or too small? We got a variety pack. Oh, and none out. of those worked? Some of them work, but it's like they were... There's only one of each size. I think if you get the the accurate, accurate size, it'll not be as painful. Like, if you're doing too big or too small, it probably hurts. Oh. Uh, no. No? Have you tried it yourself yet, Andy? Uh, the actual diameter of the hole is the same, because it hooks up to a, a pump piece. Mm-hmm. But it's how good it is at suction, how much leakage there is. Uh, and no, I have not tried it. But to be fair, the internal diameter of the, the breast shield, which is what they're called, is larger than my nipper. <laughs> That's we all we need for our it. calendar that we're eventually going to do. We need a picture of him with the breast the pump. The breast on. pump, yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. Around my tiny, <laughs> tiny nipples? Yep. They look like pencil erasers. Sounds like a good, uh, good picture for the month of June. <laughs> <laughs> for Mother's Day. <laughs> we'll just put some Vienna sausages in there. It'll look pretty much natural. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for Mind Melters. Uh, let's move on to this week's casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? My casserole is the Friday the 13th fan base. Those motherfuckers pissed me off. Like the movie? Jason Voorhees? No, the people that actually like the day Friday the 13th, of course the movie. Oh, I don't know. I had a- no, it's it's a horrific community. It's like one of the most toxic, gross places on the internet. I don't know. It can't be any worse than Star Wars fans. It's a billion it's times worse. worse. The, Star Wars uh, fans are pretty There's abysmal. just more prevalent Star Wars fans because everybody's a Star Wars fan. But the horror community, like the Friday the 13th people specifically, are some of the absolute worst people on the internet. Why? Let me, let me, let me... Yeah, illuminate the situation, because I actually enjoy the Friday the 13th movies. So they made the Friday the 13th video game. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, they made it while there was an ongoing legal battle over the rights of the first Friday the 13th, the Uh original. Yes. So the intellectual property that spawned the entire franchise, Uh there's a fight over the rights for it, and they made a video game after that. Okay. Well, the guy who wrote the script got the legal rights. You have to wait 35 years in America to get it. So he waited, filed his thing, got the legal rights, and then the people who actually put out the movie sued him. The film company or? The film company. Okay. No, no, no. Like the, the distributor? The rights okay. Are suing the screenwriter, stating that he was uh, basically a writer for hire. Like they had a treatment already, and he I just. I mean, at it. the end, does it, does it really matter? Because he bought the rights with his own money, right? No, he didn't buy the rights. Oh. They reverted back to him after 35 years. Okay. And then they're saying that, no, they couldn't revert back to him because the rights were never his to begin with. So the Friday the 13th fan base was up in arms about this and was calling this 80-year-old man's wife a cunt and... Wow. 
sending death threats online, stuff like that. And it's like, the guy made what you love. It doesn't matter. And y'all are going to shit on him over something that you don't understand. He's getting sued. They're Fan- saying fandoms needs- can be really toxic. They're saying they're, they're, this is one of the most the toxic suit. communities I've ever been a part of. Because I was really big into the Friday the Thirteenth game when it first came out, mm-hmm. and I was a part of all these online communities. And I, there's just so much toxicity, and it never ends. People are never happy, and they just want to shit all over everybody and everything associated with it. And it's just not worth being a part of. I left it. I blocked it all because like it just sucked. Wow. Yeah. Like now people are bitching because they paid for. Uh, content in the game and they the game is you know the future of the game is in question another group is like well you need to release everything for free that was ever paid for because the future of the game is in question it's like why the fuck would they do that and they're just they're bastards and the guy's getting sued for the rights so like what does the game have to do with it i imagine whoever buys the rights the people just just pay royalties the people that the people that play the game are the people that are like so vocal in these communities Uh and they're just some of the worst people on the internet. I mean, yeah, just like Rick and Morty fans are the fucking worst sometimes. I've been in those fandom rooms too, and they're they're bad. And but Star they got, Wars they fans got, are pretty bad. They're too. bad. Some of those are bad too. I'm dead serious when I tell you they got nothing on the Friday the Thirteenth people. Like uh, Star Wars fans made the that pure that little Asian girl from the Last Jedi. They made her like leave social media. They made uh, Daisy Ridley do it too. Like they've been not really from death threats to an eighty-year-old man, though. Well, not to an eighty-year-old man, but they did like yeah, they this they did girl. harass and threaten these actors who were involved in like one of the hugest franchises ever made, to the point where they left social media and had to like get the police involved in things. I mean, and it's just a weird circle though, because like they hated George Lucas for making Star Wars, and now now that he's gone, they want him back, mm-hmm. and they hate everybody who's working on it now. Same thing goes with uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movie. Like they hated all the f- people who were working on the franchise at that time. Now they want the original people, and now that he got it back, they're hating on him again. Yeah. It's just a weird, vicious cycle. Yeah, you're right. Everyone's miserable, and they all deserve to die. <laughs> just, you know, relax and then just enjoy what you enjoy. Just be cool about it. I think the take-home point is, if you like anything, you deserve to die. <laughs> well, looking around my office. That's so, a- so your baby has given you a very optimistic outlook <laughs> on life? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's move on. George, <laughs> who's your casserole for this one, this week? Uh, so my casserole, uh, I don't have a baby, and I was trying to keep with the theme of uh, babies, and I guess the closest ba- thing... You wanted a baby casserole. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and uh, the closest thing... That'll be $200. <laughs> it's uh, extra if you want it to be a casserole. So... I have my dog, Toby, and we take him to the dog park now since he's old enough to play with other dogs. And uh, recently, the last time we went, there's this lady there who has like a pack of giant dogs. I don't know the breeds that they are, but they're just huge dogs. And my dog likes to run up to the big dogs and uh, bark at them or mess with them and run away and get chased. But once he gets chased, he like plops on his back and shows his belly and stuff like that. Well, this lady, like, she encourages her dogs to fight each other and other dogs. And, like, my dog got in the middle of it, and the, they were getting a little too violent. So, Wait, I, so she's trying to, like, start a dog fighting rink in the dog park? <laughs> I guess so. That's what it seemed like. She's like, yeah, go fight that dog. Fight him. Like, cheering her dogs <laughs> on while they're fighting other dogs. And my dog got in the mix of it. And I was you should start there. a baby fighting ring, Andy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I gave her a nice baby the other fight day. club. <laughs> 
First rule of my baby fight club. Don't, don't talk sh- about don't it. Sh- don't share pacifiers. <laughs> I gave her a knife the other day. She doesn't seem inclined to do anything with it. Give yeah. time. Soon, though. So anyway, that's uh, my casserole is a lady with her uh, bitch-ass dogs. Okay. Yeah, starting a fight ring and dog park. That's pretty rude of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my casserole is the entire month of June. Uh, it's wow. Been, it's a whole been, month of June. It's been a rough month, man. Uh, we had Comic Palooza, which right. went really well. Yeah, we had a great time. We had a great show. Almost sold out. Sold out. We did almost sell out. It was it was great for the book. Uh, it was kind of a stressful show. A lot of stuff was going on, but I mean, it, it was fun, and we made some money, which was great, but it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. And right after that, uh, I got into an accident in my car. I got in a three-car accident where a guy... Were you in the middle? I was in the front. Oh, shit. So a guy who was driving, his stick shift came off in his hand. And like he he looked at it and got distracted and plowed into the guy in front of him who ran into me when I was parked at a stop sign. Uh, so that took forever to deal with. And then I got really, really bad food poisoning where I was sick for about four days with it. And then as soon as I recovered from that, uh, I got really bad fever and chills and kind of developed flu-like symptoms. And then I was sick for like another two weeks with a cold that just wouldn't go away. And I'm still recovering from it. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Like my sound is not normal. It's very hoarse. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been drinking water and Gatorade and stuff just constantly, and I'm still like a little bit dehydrated all the time. And my voice just really came back like three days ago. It's been gone for weeks, so it's been kind of rough. That does suck. It's yeah. a shitty go at it. I feel like I was in death's door for a little while there. It was <laughs> it was not good. I'm, I'm not gonna make it. I'm giving you guys the abridged version because you don't want to hear about all my uh, trips to the bathroom. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> Andy loves those. Parts. I was I was suffering. It was not good. It was once every two hours on the clock. We uh, we timed it. Oh, you were there for part of it, right? Oh, while he was there, yes. It was like every two hours I had to go. Wow. He was like, all right, guys, it's coming out again. After the he left, though, it, it sped up. Was and then it ever minutes. vomit and shit at the same time? Once. It was bad. Oh, that is the worst. It was like I had to like aim it towards the tub. <laughs> <laughs> I got food poisoning from Jack in a Box one time, and that exact same shit happened to me. It's, it's the worst. It was coming out from both ends, which I didn't know how it was possible, but it was possible. You just like get in the shower and do that, and then you just... <laughs> And you just cry when it's over. <laughs> You're like, what do I do? All oh, my clothes are ruined. And like, <laughs> just sit there. I'm exhausted. Just go to sleep in it because you're so sleep fucking. In your- <laughs> sleep in your own bile and shit. Just turn the shower on. I'm fine. I'm dying. It's fine. <laughs> this is like a normal shower for me, anyways. <laughs> Man, I wish Andy was here. He loves this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty much my June. Just one bad thing after another, being sick for so long, losing my voice for so long. There's a lot of other smaller stuff that happened that I don't want to get into. But I mean, it just, it's been a tough month. And, you know, there have been good things too, but I am ready for June to be over. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the summer. July. It'll be nice and cool then. No, no, I mean, I hate the heat, but I mean, <laughs> just having the rest of the summer get, get here, it'll be fun, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. does it for casseroles. Let's move on to this week's consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week? State of Decay 2. I've heard that's good. Is it? Is it fun? I it, heard medium things about it. Uh, like some like say, it's all right, but it's not great. That's what I hear. There were some hiccups. There's a lot of stuff that's not just not put out well. There's not enough information. And that's that's really frustrating. It's like like in the game, there's not enough information. Like you're on a quest, and it doesn't tell you where you're supposed to go, kind of thing. Or no, no, there's plenty of that. It's like um, 
when you're trying to find a, a settlement to start and you're shopping around bases, you don't know where the bases are and stuff like that. And I mean, that's fair. You've yeah. never been in this area, so you're not supposed right, to. Know. Right, right, yeah. But other things, like, um, you can ride in the bed of a truck, which is great. It's right next to the part where you refill the truck with gas, and it's a pain in the ass because I keep trying to refuel my truck, and I'll end up in the uh, the bed of the truck instead. Or um, <laughs> That used to happen to me in, in Halo all the time. I'd try to, like, get in the gunner seat or the... The, the front seat and I would just keep getting in the back over and over again and it's like it's even worse if you approach it from the passenger side because there is that back seat that doesn't do anything yeah you just sit there and you just sit there and you get lit up <laughs> by other people you're like no damn it go in the back the gun the gun <laughs> I hear they actually put a storyline on State of Decay this time around like a, like a little semi storyline there was a storyline the first time there's more of a storyline the first time there's not very much this time but there is like You'll hear people talking on the radio, and it's persistent. Like, I've already beaten the game once, so now I'm on my second playthrough. As a different character? Yeah, Because you could pick, like, seven characters, right? Like, pairs. There's pairs when you start out. There's three pairs when you start out, and uh, you get to pick one pair. But you can also randomize, and then in your second playthrough, you get to keep guys from the first. Three of them. Which I fucked up because I didn't load up my guys with ammo, so, like... One of them had a twenty-two caliber uh, pistol and no backpack. And I was like, oh, well, you can't carry anything. And then my main... Like, I left a, a grenade launcher. Stuff like that in my last house before I left. And you can't ever go back. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, shit like that where it's just not... Like, you're not, you're not given an opportunity to fill up before you go. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, when you're on one of the game-ending quests, it'll bring up something that's like hey this fucking ends the game well it doesn't pause the game when it brings it up Mm -hmm. so i was driving a truck and all of a sudden that comes up and i'm reading the stupid thing and i'm like how the fuck do i get this off my screen so i canceled the entire quest oh no i had to wait another 20 minutes for it to start up and that time i'm driving a fucking truck and instead of uh canceling it that time i just slammed into a light pole so things like that Little little bits of polish that could have been added to the game to yeah, not sounds, make it feel retarded. That sounds frustrating. Other than that, it's it's a solid game. It's just a better iteration of the first game. Uh, three times as many maps, so three times as much variety. Um, what system are you playing it on? Xbox One. Like, it, it's not going to win any any awards for being like breakthrough in some way, but it's good. Okay, yeah. solid game. Solid. I'd give it a seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's good. Yeah. Actually, I'll give it like an 8.5. Eight. I like it a lot. Okay. What about you, George? What have you been consuming? Uh, I've been doing quite a bit uh, lately. I mean, it's been like a month, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got to kind of pick and choose what I want to talk about, I guess. Uh, I went to uh, a Penn & Teller live show when they came to Houston. That's cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to see Penn & Teller live, and uh, it was a great show. Uh, if you don't know who Penn & Teller are, do you know who they are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, they're illusionist magicians. I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, one's quiet and one never shuts up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much where Kevin Smith got his shtick from. And uh, Teller, uh, he did this one trick. I still can't figure out how he did it. Uh, usually, when I go to a magic show, I can kind of tell guess, yeah. or guess or how they did it or at least research it enough to figure out how it's done. 
this is one trick I can't figure it out. I even looked up online and still can't figure it out. Uh, he basically grabbed an audience member, a random, quote unquote, random audience member, and gave her an empty fishbowl. And then they rolled out this fish tank that was just full of water. And then uh, he dipped his hands in the uh, water and he pulled it out and you saw he had wet hands. And he started shaking his hands off and coins were flying off of his fingers into her fishbowl. And he was like, oh, that's weird. He made like a weird face and he mm-hmm. didn't know why that was supposed to happen. And then he like tried it again and then more coins flew out as he was trying drying his hands. And then so he grabbed the coins and then he like tossed them into the uh, the fish tank and they just sank to the bottom like coins would. And then he looked more perplexed. So he went back to the lady and he grabbed more coins and he threw them into the fish tank and the coins started turning into fish. Wow. Yeah. I can't figure out how he did it. So if anyone who listens to the show knows the answer to the trick, please let us know. That's magic. Pretty intricate illusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what Catherine said. She's like, it's just fucking magic, George. Just accept it. I'm like, there's no <laughs> such thing. It's a trick. I just don't know how it's done. Did My you try g- asking him? He doesn't talk. Maybe if you torture him. <laughs> uh, my guess is that some of the coins are fake coins that are made to um, dissolve, dissolve that in water inside of that them. have fish inside. That's my guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my question is, but the way I don't know how he got the coins in the first place is that he had no sleeves and dipped his hands in water and then had his fingers open and flicking water and coins are flying out. Maybe the water bowl had like a fake front so you could see water in the front oh, but as, maybe. You, as you went in there was no actual water or it was like coins inside of water possibly maybe if, that, if that's the case uh there's got to be like a release for where fish come out yeah right so maybe it's not dissolvable coins because that's probably not very practical i mean it's not practical but they'll go to any length to make it entertaining so right so uh i saw that that was pretty cool it was expensive and we didn't have the greatest seats but they weren't bad and um Seen a few movies. Yeah. I saw me too. Uh, Hereditary. That's that snuff film, right? Yep. <laughs> sure is. And uh, then I saw Incredibles 2. Also I saw a both snuff of those. film. Huh? Also a snuff film. Yep. It needs more Frozone. <laughs> oh, you always need more Frozone. <laughs> yeah, he's the best part of the movie. Uh, what did you think of both of those? Uh, Hereditary, I loved. I didn't think I was going to love it, but to be fair, I didn't know what to expect. Just I saw a trailer that looked good and it had a lot of buzz. And that's yeah. about all I really knew about it. So going into it, I went pretty blind. And it was full of tension for me. I-, I thought it was very tense, and they did a magnificent job of pulling it off at the end. See, I, I had heard so much about it and so much buzz, because I have so many friends that are horror writers or yeah. reviewers, and everybody was talking about how amazing a film it was and everything, so I was really excited to see it. Plus, A24... They put out interesting films. They put out interesting films. Even if they're not great, they're at least like interesting to think. watch. They yeah. put out Tusk, so that tells yeah. you... Tells yeah. you that. And The Witch, which is like one of my favorite horror movies the last 10 years. Yeah. So I went to see it and I had really high expectations. And uh, the first half of the movie I thought was amazing. It really like... It's a great drama in the beginning. It, it builds you up and like it really gets you involved in all the characters' lives and you're just so into it. And then something happens, like a major turning point in the movie. And all of a sudden you're not inside of one movie, you're inside of a different movie. Right. Which when that when it turned that corner for me it became very obvious everything that was going to happen in the movie from that point going forward i, did, I don't think so i because I, I think i disagree but I, I had already known a little bit from all my friends talking about it and stuff and, and plus i thought it was kind of predictable once it turned that corner um which it was a shocking corner most definitely yeah. but when it became the second movie 
nothing original happened, nothing surprising happened. And there was a couple moments in there that I thought were just completely unnecessary that were only in there to create tension, but didn't really make sense from the character's motivation point of view. I disagree. I think this movie is great. I think it belongs up there. It's it's good. I, I think it's good. But it didn't live up to the hype. Uh, uh, I, I don't think it's even half as good as The Witch. I think it's better. It's uh, better produced, better written. And uh, I, overall, I think it's a better story. But uh, as far as horror movies go, I think this belongs up there with uh, Rosemary's Baby, The Omen. It has the same, same kind of feel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it belongs with the greats. I think this will stand the test of time with real horror fans. Maybe. Are you calling me not a real horror fan? I'm just say, no, no, I'm just saying <laughs> with, with horror fans. I think this will stand the test of time. I think people watch this for uh, not only for the uh, the sheer terror that this movie, I think it does a really good it job. It creates a lot of tension. It, it does that better than most films I've watched in a long time. I will I, give you that. The last 15 minutes are fucked up. It's not just <sighs> scary shit. If it, if it wasn't, up. If it wasn't for the character motivations not working with like the things that happen. There's things that happen in the last 15 minutes that are purely for the the creation of tension or for like presentation for the audience that don't really match the character motivations or the things that should be happening in those scenes. And those things really detracted from the movie for me. I actually didn't like the ending much at all. I thought it was great. I thought the middle part of the movie where it turns that corner was mind blowing and just like amazing. But the latter half of the movie, I didn't really enjoy that much. I also don't think it's a movie for everybody. That's true. It's definitely not for children. Oh no. oh no! Not for this. No, no. Uh, it's uh, it's a slow burn of a horror film. So if yeah. you don't like uh, The Shining or slower, I, I love slower stuff movies like, like that. that, so this will not be up your alley. Uh, that being said, I think it's great. I it's the most fun I've had watching a horror. It's movie. It's good, and I encourage anybody to watch it. If you don't know anything about it going in, I think you'll enjoy it a lot more. How many? And horror I think that's movies? what happened. I think that's the defining moment here. I, I literally went with. No intention of reading any spoilers or knowing anything. I didn't about read any it. spoilers. It's just I saw like little bitty things that alluded to what the movie was about, and I think it just really like spoiled parts of it for me. Got it. How many more horror movies in the past five years have been better than it, though? The Witch for sure. Okay, I um, would say The Witch is just right under par. So we've got one so far. Babadook uh, is pretty good. Babadook. Really, it's better. Not better. I think it's in the same vein. It's, it's in, it's, I mean, it's got to be like top five. I'm saying how many are better than her- Hereditary? No. Um, I I can't name one of this I decade. Can. I can. Uh, uh, what's the one about the little boy who wants to be a vampire? Transfusion or Transgression? Or oh, I never saw that. That movie is like fucked up and amazing. It's it's really, really good. That movie is hands down better than this. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. It's really, really What's good. What's it called? Transfiguration? Yeah, the Transfiguration. This is the one where you're not sure if the kid's ever really a vampire. He's just murdering and drinking people's blood for just for the fun of it. Because he wants to become a vampire. Right, because so he really believes that if he does this, he'll be a vampire. Yeah. All right, so that was scarier. And The Witch, not necessarily scarier. Better horror movies are The Transfiguration and The Witch. Yeah. See, I wouldn't even consider it? The Witch a horror movie, though. But it's in the same vein. It's a yeah, slow it's, burn. It's a slow sus- thriller, suspense movie. horror, suspense. Yeah, I, it, it all falls in the category of horror. I mean, there are no real horror movies anymore because... I don't know, man. Hereditary, there's some fucked up, horrific scenes. I mean, I've, I'd put, There's nightmare fuel in that movie. I'd say Stephen King's It. Even the new It is, like, up there. What? I know you didn't love it, but I fucking love that movie. There's so many crappy jump scares in that. But there's also a lot of other stuff that's amazing. Okay. Like the kids part. We've we've talked about it before. Yeah, we have. Okay. So we're looking at what, maybe three better than this? Maybe? Yeah. In the past five years? Sure. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, it deserves to be said that it is a good movie. Regardless I think I th- of how predictable or how anything it was. I think anybody should watch it and make up their own mind. It's it's a good movie. I would recommend it to anyone, but should know going into it, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I just, I felt let down by the ending, personally. I'm just saying, Mommy, Daddy, please stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually my line. <laughs> I'm the peacemaker this season. Uh, and then I saw Incredibles 2, and uh, I liked it a lot. You, I liked it a lot, you too. You weren't a huge fan of it as much as I was. No, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a ton. It was great. I, I thought the first one was better. Um, but this one was really fun. I think it's like just as it's it's more of the same. Yeah, it's more of the same. It takes place right after the first one. Yeah, so. it's, it's more of the same. And I, if you like the Incredibles one, you'll love Incredibles two. So I really think they should do a third one. But Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, and Dash should be like the focus. I would like that. I would. I, I think it would be great if Jack Jack decides he wants to become a villain. What they really need to do is do a Frozone spinoff. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or at least a uh, short film or something. Yeah, I want to see more Frozone. He's the best. <laughs> he's fun. Anytime he's on screen, he's fun. I liked all the supporting characters they brought into Incredibles 2. The new heroes. Yeah, I didn't like Regurgitation. Oh. Uh, the guy wh- looked like a turtle. What was his name? His name was uh, Acid Reflux or something. And I thought it was Regurgitation. His name was Reflux. Oh, Reflux. His name was Reflux. And he like vomited uh, hot lava. Hot lava. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Andy would be if he was a superhero. I don't vomit. Yeah, he'd be Poop Boy or something. <laughs> poop <Yeah>. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Butt Man. But okay. anyway, it was good. I think uh, kids will love it. You should check it out. If you're a fan of the first one, go see it. Yeah, I agree. What about you? What have you been watching? Uh, consuming. Uh, again, it's been a month, so like a ton of stuff. I mean, uh, I've been playing Fallout 4 a lot. I'm playing South Park still constantly. Still in the top five of the world or whatever. Uh, top twenty. I mean, it's it's constant battle daily to like stay on top. But it's super fun. I love it. Uh, I started watching Handmaid's Tale. That's a good show. Which it's a little slow in places, yeah. but like the moments where things are happening are all very. It's intense. super fucked up. Yeah, it's a real that fucked up. That lady in the view. show who's also in Hereditary. This lady, she's in like in everything that has to do with a cult because she's also in The Leftovers, which mm-hmm. has to do with cults. So that lady's has a thing for cult movies. Yeah. I'm still watching though. I'm not I'm not even done the season two yet, so I'm still on that. I haven't even watched season two uh, yet. Lost in Space, I've started watching. Oh, I watched that. That was good. It's really, really good. I thought it was clever the way they introduced all the characters from the original, the robot and uh Doctor Smith and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um I like the uh, the modern day changes they made for it. Yeah, me too. It's been pretty the fun. The kid's a little the kid's a little annoying in the beginning, but he gets better. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, I've just been, mostly I've been sick, so I've just kind of been watching what's on TV, <laughs> uh, rewatching a lot of old South Park stuff. Um, not much, though. All right. That does it for consumption. Let's move on to Tell Us Something Nutty. And since Andy chose babies, what do you got for us? So, uh, when I married my wife, well, no, when I first started dating my wife, my stepson was two. And she basically decided that since I wasn't working and was just going to school, that I could also babysit. So I came over one day when I didn't have school and I was babysitting while she was at work. And that was fine. Up until it came time for the first diaper change. I had never changed a diaper before. So I went and I got a new diaper, but I didn't know that there were baby wipes. So I just used paper towels. To this day, I have not stopped hearing about how I'm not supposed to wipe a baby with uh, paper, paper towels. towels. Yeah. Is yeah. there a reason why? Or It creates a rash. Oh, or a can. it's horribly painful, too. Yeah. Like, he cried at the end of it. I mean, I prefer it. I like wiping with sandpaper, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
baby wipes are all moist. I mean, we've all been in a pinch before. I've had to use paper towels. Before. It ain't fun, but yeah, this I, wasn't a pinch. This it cleans just, me better than know. the like f- like flimsy toilet paper that falls apart when you try to use it. <laughs> you buy the wrong toilet paper. I, I buy like Charmin Ultra Strong, and it still like falls apart. I got a I got a roughage thing going on back there. <laughs> You're not supposed to lick it before you use it. <laughs> who's, who's licking it? You don't do it like that. <laughs> I don't like wet wipes. I think we've talked about that before too. The disposable. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like wet. I don't like my butt crack being wet. It's gross. Dries it's out. Yeah. Mm, not really. <laughs> could just take a shower after every poop. If if toilets could process paper towels, I would use paper towels to wipe my butt. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You should just get a bidet. <laughs> that's gross. That's same. That's worse than the wet wipes. So. No. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. <laughs> We don't even have a uh, bidet. I just use a garden hose. <laughs> he uses the water fountain at the park. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get one of those low ones at a dog park. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder the dogs love it so much. You got to squat down real close to it and turn it on. Put it right between your cheeks. Yeah. That's gross. So so you uh, wiped your baby's ass with paper towels. Yeah. All right. George. Was she crying the whole entire time? Uh, it's a he. The step, the step baby. Oh, step baby, yeah. not this is not like the nine. not the newborn. Yeah, this is uh, a long. This time was ago. like yeah, seven years ago or so. Got it. Yeah, he cried. He was very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't really have a funny story about babies. Really, children of any age. I mean, or apparently species. I'm trying to think of a time where I was actually like a really bad babysitter. When I was a kid, I was like two years older than my sister, who's next in line behind me. And uh, she used to follow me around everywhere I went. You know, I, would, I was walking and I could play with stuff and whatever, and she would follow me. She would just crawl behind me everywhere I went. Anyways, I got frustrated. I got so fed up with her always being right behind me. And there was this time where I was in the kitchen and like I dropped a toy and I was on the ground like going to get it. And she was following me and I was wearing cowboy boots. And I got really mad she was right behind me. So I just kicked her in the head with my cowboy boots. <laughs> And uh, and now she has a mental. Now she has all kinds of mental problems. <laughs> the joke is that I did that to her. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Is the joke? No, I mean she was fine. It didn't hurt her really. But I mean, I never hear the end of it. My parents. But she bring just it up. has this weird dip in her head. No. Now. <laughs> My parents bring it up all the time. They're like, "Well, that's what's wrong with her sister. Is you kicked her in the head when she was a baby." <laughs> Uh, so, uh, when my, uh, nephew was, uh, one years old, I was 10 and, uh, Toy Story has just came out and was pretty big and I had a Buzz Lightyear action figure from like, that looks just like the one from the movie or whatever. And, uh, I was playing with it at the kitchen table and, uh, my nephew Johnny, who's one at the time wants to play with it, but I'm like, no, I'm playing with it right now. Mm-hmm. And my sister's just struggling trying to feed him. And it just, nothing's working. And so my sister grabs, she's like, you stupid fucker. And she grabs me the the toy out of my hands and she starts smashing it in front of his food. And like toy parts are just flying everywhere. His buzz light your wing flies off and his arm flies off. She's like, here, no one can fucking have it now. So stop fucking crying. <laughs> and I just look at her. I was like, I hate you. And I pick it up and I pick up his arm. I was like, at least he looks more toy movie realistic now. And I run away. <laughs> I can imagine you saying that. Yeah, yeah. like he's movie realistic now. And start <laughs> running away crying. This sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to hot fudge then. You want the hot fudge?
What do you got for us, George? All right. So uh, this week's Hot Fudge, we're trying to keep along with a theme uh, about babies. Finally. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to just kind of shout out some weird... uh, Baby facts. Baby facts. Check and, the baby facts. And uh, since you're a new uh, newborn dad, or you have, you're a dad now, newly dad now, and uh, you can kind of confirm or deny any of these things. I'm a newborn dad. Yep. Okay. <laughs> new dad with a newborn. Freshly we'll go born. with it. Freshly born. Freshly born dad. Born dad. Uh, all right. So uh, baby kneecaps, they do not show up in x-rays. Neither do mine. What? Let's move on. All right. Babies uh, can... Uh, only focus about eight to ten inches away from their face yep uh they also like to prefer to look at high contrast images such as black and white photos yeah babies have more bones in their bodies than adults yep babies have about 300 bones in their body and they will fuse as they grow and uh which will eventually be 206 some babies have more than that but it just depends on how many you feed them it's weird it's like they're like little mutants or something uh, and then uh, their taste buds. Babies have around 10,000 taste buds, which is like 100 times more than adults, I guess. Way more is what the website says. It doesn't specifically say. Hmm. And uh, also they say newborns sleep on an average of 16 to 17 hours a day. Just not Just at like once. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Usually anywhere between two to four hours at a time. Yeah, that sounds about right. These are all accurate. And uh, the most popular day to give birth at a hospital is a Tuesday. Hmm. We did Thursday, but we are trendsetters. <laughs> Fight the establishment. And lastly, babies up until seven months of age can breathe and swallow at the exact same time. Yep. Helps with bottle feeding. There you go. I knew all of these. Adults I'm can't a good breathe parent. and swallow at the same time? Apparently not. No. Try it. Interesting. <laughs> Try breathing and swallowing at the same time. It's tough. <laughs> it might be doable. Drink. <laughs> no, no, we gotta do it. Drink, drink. Nah. <laughs> it's been tested. It can't be done. Can't be done. <laughs> so there you go. That's this uh, this week's hot fudge. Those are pretty interesting. Let's move on then. Yay! The Yay! Everyone's favorite portion of the show. Nuts. Yes, ask the nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. This is the real reason everyone listens. Question number one, Andy. Do parents that coddle their babies turn them into narcissistic assholes? Yes, you do. Also, Andy's the first example of this. If you don't routinely disappoint your children by telling them no, they can't do something, you're creating an entitled asshole. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, George? That's, that's why we have millennial hipsters. Yeah. Tell them no. Didn't tell them no enough. You want to play? Also, they no. keep winning participation awards. That's true too. That one's on the parents. What sort of fucking? It's all on the parents. They're kids. Yeah, they can't be held accountable for anything, really. Same thing with like giving someone a uh, an attendance award at school. Stupid award. Congratulations for not getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> We're just or showing up coming. and not having a life. It's basically yeah. it. Or for coming and getting everyone else sick. Yeah. Yeah. Question number two. Andy, what is the most difficult part to raising an infant? Teaching them how to ride a bike. Their legs just really are not long enough. <laughs> that center of gravity is not there either. I mean, the center of gravity is there. The balance isn't. Right, right. Yeah. So they, you're they supposed to get those little it. tykes tricycles first. No, mountain bikes. <laughs> mountain bikes. <laughs> with, with trainers or no trainers? First they, Dude, first they, they have toddler trainers. bike they club. They feet. And then they have fight club. <laughs> Baby fight club. <laughs> You can just attach, uh, like, really long poles so they can reach. 
stilts. Baby stilts. stilts. Baby, Baby stilts. stilts. Yeah. To the pedals. Uh, teaching our last child to read by the age of three was very difficult. I mean, that's a young age to be reading anyway, so kudos well, on yeah, that. Well, yeah, but he needed to be able to do that to cook. Besides, the question... <laughs> the question specified infants. Oh, infants. Uh, taking showers, I guess? <laughs> I can't really... <laughs> <laughs> Use the shampoo. My eyes. <laughs> oh, I guess baby doesn't talk. It it's says a- no more tears. That means you. <laughs> Stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> George, what do you think is the most difficult part to raising an infant? Constantly being aware of what's doing. Make sure it's not, you know. It's what your wife does. Get down. <laughs> You know, like hey, we made it fifty-four minutes before you made a comment. <laughs> As a staunch feminist, a staunch feminist, there you I go. support a woman's right to constantly be vigilant of her child while I sleep. Uh, I think the hardest thing is like constantly having a, to be on and be a watchful parent. Yeah, I, I imagine I, that's tough. I imagine it gets very old and very tiring really that's why quick. You don't do it. <laughs> It's a partnership. You, just, you, you get the awesome stuff. You put stuff, it in the playpen and leave it alone, right? Yeah, yeah, mine doesn't even move right now. I, th- I think the hardest part is just the lack of sleep that you're personally going to have and like constantly having to change diapers and be responsible for that. Yeah. It's just like living with your grandma. I never lived with my grandma. Next question. Andy, are you afraid of babies? No. Who would be afraid of babies? They can barely move. Like, seriously, mine can lift her head. Well, you just said yours was like taking showers and cooking. and. Well, no, I haven't trained her to do these things yet. Oh. Mine can lift her head and, like, can somewhat coordinate her feet and her hands. Not hands and feet, but just feet with each other and hands with each other. Sounds like she's ready for a Nintendo controller. Well, that's the thing. That's, like, well past what she's expected to be capable of at this age. Yeah. Which is, like, two weeks. So, yeah, there's nothing to be afraid of. They're not terrifying. They're just tiny. Plus, you can break them in half pretty easy. It's good to know. They got these soft spots. It's like a reset button for your life. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) George. That's horrible. Are you afraid of babies? Personally, no. I'm afraid I might hurt the baby. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that's the worst part for me is I'm afraid I might hold the baby wrong or touch a soft spot like someone said they're, they're so delicate until they reach a certain age and like right. I'm, I'm the same way like i'm i'm afraid of myself interacting with a baby more than i am of the baby itself right so. you just gotta show them who's boss <laughs> and set a clean line of expectations like a clean diaper it's a privilege not a right if they don't behave you don't change it that'll teach them <laughs> will it <laughs> no babies are not intelligent Next question, Andy. How do you tell someone that their baby is ugly? Using words, but sometimes with interpretive dance. Uh, usually my face just gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just kind of figured it already as soon as they show me a picture. My face goes from excitement to, oh, <laughs> that's nice. I'm way too nice for that. Uh, like Even if it's a hideous baby, I'd still be like, oh, it's, it's a cute baby. <laughs> to be fair, they can tell it, your, tone, George, uh, like, your tone gives it away. I can't. I can barely talk as it is right now, so they're not hearing any tone. After showing George like ten baby pictures and watching him go from oh to oh, there's another <laughs> George. No, no, they're just gonna assume that you don't want to see baby pictures. That's good for me. That's All you good. gotta do is moan. Oh yeah! Every time they show you one, they stop. 
Has that been your tactic? Is that what you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that pose. Putting that one in the bank. Oh, man. Okay, next question. Andy, should people in the U.S. be allowed to keep having as many kids as they want, or should the government set a maximum like they do in China? Yeah, you can have as many babies as you want. Just some of them can't be counted as people. Okay, George? Due to the overpopulation problem that we're approaching on, I would say it's not a bad idea to limit how many babies you have. Uh, but if you're a person of means, uh, sure, go, go crazy. See, I, I think you're on the right track. Like, I think nobody really needs more than three kids. Right. You know, I think three kids is the max anybody should have. But if you're in a higher tax bracket and you want more and you can afford them, you could pay like a supplemental amount to the government. To buy a waiver to be allowed to have more children. There you go. Right? Right. You could tax them at a higher rate instead of offering a tax break. Like that Mormon people show uh, on TLC. There's no reason to have 23 kids. Yeah, they have like 12 or 20 kids. That's ridiculous. Maybe we could euthanize the old, too, to offset it. There you go. That's too many kids. (laughs) It it is a lot of children. A lot of kids. You got to balance them. Life with death. Out with Uh, the old, in with the new. (laughs) Along the same lines, Andy... (laughs) Should people be required to take a test before having babies? Yes. Yes. He failed One of my nieces started twerking the other day. I was like, what is this? And my sister's like, isn't that cute? No. Sorry, I stopped myself before I said the rest of that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Brooms. There's the rest of the joke. No, it wasn't. No, I mean you gotta you gotta have the right mindset for a child, and children shouldn't be having children because you you just don't mature past that point, and then you end up with something like the baby's first word is shit and stuff like that, and it's just it ends up with idiots. Responsible people should have children. Yeah, but there aren't many of them. Yeah, I would say like if you're gonna go with that bracket, then nobody's gonna end up having children because <laughs> a lot of people are just life gets in the way, or you know, or they're just not responsible enough. That's the thing, though. Life shouldn't get in the way. That's your child. Then they shouldn't have a baby. Yeah. That's what he's saying. There should be a test. Yeah. I agree. Like, to a certain degree, yes. But then that means we're going to kind of, like, approach on a totalitarian type system. And I don't want that. Well, nobody wants that. Right. Uh, so, anyway, maybe is my answer. I mean, I don't think it's realistic. It's, no, it's because, not. Because life happens, you know. People have kids, people get pregnant, whatever. Right. We're not going to force people to have abortions. We're not going to make that kind of like decision for people. But in an ideal world, stupid people and people that are not capable of raising children should not have children. Yeah, I mean, that's how you a, get shitty dads. There should be a test to weed those people out. Uh, Andy, what do babies taste like? Oh, Jesus. Like people. Okay. I hear they taste like pork. I mean, they're a little bit more tender the because... White, the other other white meat? <laughs> They're a little bit more tender because they haven't really been using their muscles. They got all those soft that spots. baby back ribs. <laughs> they got all those soft spots Andy keeps talking about. I have never tasted a baby, so I don't know what babies taste like. I only go off what Andy has told me. Yeah. I am the expert. <laughs> I taste every baby I encounter. Next question. Andy, is it okay to make dead baby jokes, and do you feel bad about it when you do? I make dead baby jokes at home. To your baby? To my wife. <laughs> He's just standing over the crib, just like, you're going to die. <laughs> He's like, what do you get when you get a toaster and a baby? I don't know. I don't have a good dead baby wow, joke. that was really bad. I don't know any dead baby jokes. Fuck me, right? Jesus like Christ. like a weird bath bomb or something. What? Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> he finished your joke. I got it, yeah. <laughs> and dead baby jokes are fine. Everything's going to be funny to someone. You know, I laugh at dead baby jokes all the time. But at the same time, if my baby was sick and something wrong with her, yeah, I'd be stressed out. Would you make Maybe a dead I wouldn't baby? appreciate it at the moment, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, oh, no, dead baby jokes are off limits. Not telling them at the funeral is just poor taste. There, there are times where it's just not a good joke to tell. You got to be able to read your it's audience. A, it's all a, about timing. It's a place yeah. and time for every kind of joke is what he's saying. Exactly. I kind of agree with you. I mean, I don't think anything should be off limits within the realm of humor. Right. You know, I think everyone should just have a sense of humor. Everybody should have a sense of humor, take not a take break. everything so seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a place in time and you should have a moral compass that like tells you when it's okay to make those kind of jokes and a- when it's not. And he doesn't have a moral compass. I think he I does. I know not to tell dead baby jokes at baby funerals. Yeah. Unlike some people, George. Me? Yeah. What have I ever made a dead baby joke? Isn't that what we were you just talking about? You heard him try, about? and he failed miserably. And he's, he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's just so bad that you shouldn't tell dead baby jokes, period. Maybe. Yeah. That, that's what it is. All right. That's sorry. Sorry. Let's move on. Next question. Should babies be kept on leashes? Uh, no. Yeah. Those things are amazing. George doesn't have a baby. I have a fur baby. Do you put him on a leash? Sometimes. It's required by... Yeah, by law, they make me, but when I don't have to, I don't. Man, babies, you look away, and they can get away. And you know what? They're a lot shorter of you, so they can hide in a crowd. Yeah, leashes are amazing. So are you going to get a leash for your child when she's walking? Yeah. We already bought it. (laughs) What kind? And the riding crop. What kind is it? Uh... Is it shaped like an animal? Because I know I've seen like similar, like like yeah. a teddy bear or a monkey or monkey. Something. Okay, yeah. I mean that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? <laughs> all of it, all of it. I've seen people with kids on their leashes, but I mean, if you put your kid on a leash, it's because you're not paying attention to your kid and you don't care what the fuck happens to him in the first. You just place. want them to no, want, no, no. Don't let them wander. It's because off. you realize that. Life happens every once in a while. You're going to look up for a loud noise that your kid doesn't care about, and your kid's just going to run. But I never see people in those sorts of situations. Whenever I see somebody with a kid on a leash, they're looking at their phone, and the kid's like over there, you know, stealing penthouse magazines out of the rack. Yeah, that kid's awesome. That's a shitty parent with an awesome kid. Sometimes you got an awesome parent and an awesome kid, and that parent just realizes. I I don't know. I imagine if I had kids, I probably wouldn't put a leash on them. Yeah, if I had kids, I probably wouldn't put them on a leash either. But that's just me. Maybe Those I'll, kids are going to be maybe I'd be stealing the f- hustlers. <laughs> maybe I'll be the first one to lose my kid in the first 10 minutes. George is going to be buying them for his kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I was just like, there's a thing called the internet. <laughs> hey, y'all are going to end up with like your kid back behind the counter at Shwarma King running the place. And you're going to be like, how did you even get back there? And what are you doing back there, little Mr. Corbett? Uh, eating food. <laughs> I'm in charge now. Me I'm the parent. <laughs> Next question. What is the maximum number of babies you think you could keep alive by yourself for one year? Wow. For one year? That is the horrible question. <sighs> maximum number of babies that I could keep alive by myself for one year. Do I have all the equipment that I need to like feed or is this There's like... plenty of leashes. <laughs> well, I mean, like, am I going to have to go to work to be able to afford formula? Yes. Oh, zero. Zero. (laughs) I mean, my job, you can't take a baby there. But you make money. You can pay somebody to watch your baby when you're not there. Yeah, but I'm cheap. 
So you'd let it die rather than pay somebody? I thought that I got to pick a number of children, and that was the number that survived. No, what's the maximum number you think you could keep alive? Oh, where I'm actually paying someone to watch my child? <sighs> See, it's like 150 a week or something. That's it? I thought it was more. I think I can afford 10. Wow. Uh, you make a lot more money than I no, do. No, no, eight. Eight. I got a house payment. George? One. <laughs> I could probably do two, but it would be rough. And if you I know. if it ever gets to be too much, you got $100, you can call this guy. There you go. <laughs> I always got someone to take care of it. The am, fixer, as they call it. I am great for family issues and immigration issues. <laughs> Last question. Andy, how many babies is too many babies? Two. Two babies is too many. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my sister had twins. That's a lot of fucking babies. I believe What it. if you had quadruplets? Or quadru- quadru- quadruplets? Quadruplets, thank you. So four? Yes. Yeah, that would be like three too many babies. <laughs> George? Uh, anything more than three would be outrageous. Sweet Jesus. Dude, no, no. My sister had twins, and her next oldest child was a year and a half. One is the critical number. <laughs> Anything past that, Anything you're more like, than one. <laughs> I think two is probably doable. If you have, if you have two parents, I think two is probably doable. At two parents, you can, you know, you can latch one onto each teat and just walk around like some sort of <laughs> weird chicken flapping your arm, babies. You get one more than that and you can't handle it. Dad isn't going to be nursing anything. Yeah, that's true. At least not without getting the state involved. There's formula for that. Formula? I don't know. Formula is how you end up with babies that won't eat foods that aren't grilled cheese. So YouTube, basically? You just say YouTube? You and YouTube, the pair of you. Y'all don't eat anything else but specific Dude, things. I had Indian food last night and Thai food the night prior. I eat everything. Oh, I guess you do. I'm yeah. thinking of Carrie and, and Justin then. I mean, I think Carrie is more severe than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's really saying something. It is. It is. That's like malnutrition levels of not eating. <laughs> Carrie's very particular to an extent that's way worse than me, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my answer. Were you a formula Two. baby? No. Were you a formula baby? Fuck, I don't remember. Ask your mother. <laughs> right now? Yes. <laughs> Call her. Send her a text. Hey, did you breastfeed me? My mother can't answer texts. <laughs> that's even better. Why are you texting me at 10 o'clock at night to ask She wouldn't even know questions. what's going on. She just thinks her phone's going off. <laughs> No, you stupid phone. I didn't breastfeed you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that pretty much does it. Thank you for tuning in to episode 51, Babies. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Corbett. You can find me on all the social media as at ComicalJC. If you'd like to follow Andy, you can find him at... At PrincessSophiaSU on Twitter. That's Sophia with an F. And if you'd like to follow George, you can find him at... Uh, George Trips is all social medias. And if you'd like to check out our comic book, Speak No Evil, issue three is out, and it is available on our website, graybearcomics.com. That's G-R-A-Y, bearcomics.com. Website is up, ready for you to shop, browse, and all that good stuff. We got all kinds of cool shit up there, so. How long until the Kickstarter for number four? Soon. Soon. Into the summer, probably. Okay, good. I was worried I missed it. No, not yet. So, anyways, thanks, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.